Are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Hey guys, I'm Jen. And I'm Amanda. And And you're listening to Fathomless. guys what's up hello everyone welcome back after welcome back to fathomless Fathomless. sorry we're a little late yeah Um, no it's okay yeah it's been a busy fucking month and taking a week off was like it wasn't it was weird no it wasn't planned at all but like it was weird i was like no we need to like keep on the weekly but you know what busy month we um as you guys know jen's wedding is coming up it's a week away Ah! and we have six been days planning shit like crazy. So we actually had her bachelorette that I have been planning for like a year now. Yeah, probably longer. Weekend. Yeah, it's probably been a little bit longer. It's been longer. But um, yeah, so we went we were gonna record and sit down and record after, but like Amanda had to drive like a couple people home and I just wanted to clean my yeah. house and I just needed like a moment of silence. After a weekend of partying too, we were both very burnt We were out. like, yeah, we'll just do it there. Yeah. At and first no. we were like, sure, we can bang out like three episodes after spending a whole weekend drinking and hanging out with all of our friends. No. No. No, it did not work no. out. I don't know why we were so naive to think that, that would work. <laughs> I literally walked up to Amanda at like 11 o'clock on Sunday and I was like, Amanda, can you get everyone the fuck out of my house? Like yep. Yep. word for word. Yep, exactly. <laughs> She's like, I love you, but please get everyone the fuck out of my house. Thank you. <laughs> this was a great weekend. <laughs> I was like, I love you. I had a great time. Please but, leave. Which I'm sure everyone can understand. And you've had a long weekend with a lot of people and just a lot of social interaction. And you just want to just, just decompress. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to clean my home. house and get it back. It's day-to-day original yeah. state you know yeah I'm, for those of I'm you neurotic. who don't know jen is a very compulsive cleaner and she likes everything to be very nice which is there's nothing wrong with that but um it, me who has rabid adhd and just lives amongst chaos all the time you know kind of struggles with that yeah we're very opposite uh, in that, oh in that God, aspect. very opposite in that aspect <laughs> But um, my house, I make sure it looks like no one lives in it. My house (laughs) looks like your eclectic grandma's house. It does. Or like a little antique museum. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. But uh, (laughs) But no, Amanda, we thank you so much. That bachelor was amazing. It was so much fun. We had like an adult Tumblr party. We just hung out. And I still have temporary tattoos on me. I can't get them I, off. I scraped <laughs> mine off in the shower the other day because I don't want those in my wedding picture. I was at the vet and I saw they had like uh, alcohol wipes and I was scrubbing oh my them God. with the alcohol wipes. Yeah, they're very temporary, huh? Yeah. Uh, if you buy on temporary tattoos on, uh, I think it's Sheen. Oh, my Sheen, God. Whatever. I, someone's going to yell at me and be like, you pronounced it wrong. <laughs> but, uh, you know. That awful website that you're not supposed to buy clothes from, but I'm a peasant, so I do buy clothes from them. Hey, they're cheap. You can get dollar temporary tattoos on there. Um, they're not very temporary. <laughs> I know. I literally had to scrape mine off my yeah. nails. I still have. I still have them. Oh my god, you do I still have butterflies. Butterflies on my all over your arm. <laughs> but you know what we did do that was fun. We went on this um, scenic rail bike tour. Oh my on, gosh, like, a train track. The 
best thing we've ever done. If it was called Scenic Rail Riders. I'm probably just gonna like make a post about yeah, it. Yeah, it was on in, our Facebook. It was in um Concord, New Hampshire. So if you're in yeah, that area, there's one in Laconia, I believe yeah, too. That was the other one. Yeah, that, that probably like, that one probably would have been better, but that one's a little it bit was, farther. It was like an hour and thirty minutes. Away, yeah, which I was just like, next time we'll go to that one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. those road bike tours are fun. So it was so much fun. Yeah. Anyone can do it, even if you're like, I haven't gotten on a bike in my life. I am like the least athletic person on the planet. And I did not. I wasn't even sore the next no, day. No, I, I was expecting I was to surprised. at least like feel like my hammies or something. No. Kind of like, you know, strained. But no, honestly, it's because your sister Alana was a fucking beast and carried us the entire Carried way. all six of she us. She really did. <laughs> she really did. I was like, um, slow down. <laughs> one song came on that just fucking like lit a fire inside of her and she fucking went for it was it, it was that great. tattoo song it was tattoo. oh my god it's not gonna get us she probably tattoo he, she probably has no idea what that song is <laughs> definitely does um but yeah so it's just like 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 i said it's been a big long month with exciting Lots things to do, so, so bachelor was last weekend um, we're actually recording this the morning of the Taylor yeah, Swift Jen's concert. Going to Taylor Swift. I'm going to Taylor Swift tonight. It's I gonna pour rain. It's gonna fucking downpour. But I guess that's a good thing in the Taylor Swift world. Yeah. I mean, I I'm either way, like, yeah, like a Swifty show in the rain would be awesome, but like I like to be dry. Yeah. Don't like to be rained on. Yeah. I have a whole outfit planned and now I get to rock a poncho, so. You'll still look cute underneath it. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Taylor's up tonight. My birthday's on Monday. Yeah, 31. I'm going to be 31. Yep. Ugh. Like, how did that happen? AARP card now. I know. I get emails. <laughs> I already get emails. I think it's because they know I'm already, like, getting some gray hairs. Like, you're ready for retirement? Yes, but I'm not even halfway there. No, I have, like, $100 <laughs> in my savings, sir. Right. <laughs> Leave me alone. Enough in my 401k to maybe pay like a couple months rent. Woohoo. <laughs> I'm just going to take a sip of coffee real quick. But uh, yeah, so are we going to, I don't think we're going to be skipping any other episodes this month or are we? No, because even with the wedding on Friday, I think we'll still with be okay. what we're recording today, we'll get through a few, like two weeks and then we'll just meet up again in two Perfect. weeks and record more. So, um, yeah, so yeah, so you should have regularly scheduled content for the rest of the month. And then next month is Pride Month, and I'm going to break all of your hearts with some really sad stories. And we're going to talk a lot about some LGBTQ issues. I'm very we should plan about. out when we're going to record those since we kind of like bulk record, make yeah. sure they're getting out I at have, the appropriate time. I have two that are ready. Okay. They're not like, I don't have the scripts fully written out, but I've done all the research. I know what I want to talk about. I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do then because I don't even know what I'm doing for the next episode, honestly. My I, mind is elsewhere. I have a book that I'm working on for our first release of our Bridgewater Triangle series. Yes. We're going to talk about the Wampanoag people and how they lived here for 12,000 years before we arrived and fucked all their shit up. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to so really is that, set the scene. Is that separate from the King Philip's War episode? It's going to, I think we're going to compile it into one. It's probably okay. going to be like an hour long episode, maybe a two-parter, but I'm going to try and I compile mean, we, it all into one. We can do one. like part one, like the history of the land, part two, King Philip's We still don't know how we're doing this, guys. Yeah, we're, I'm not really sure how we're going to structure it. I was trying to think of that the other day, too. I was trying to figure out like 
which like phenomenas we're gonna put in each category and stuff like haunted or like urban legends or aliens or what we need to but... like make a chart yeah we need to get a poster board we are we're gonna be like those people with like the red string like, <laughs> oh my god in my living room yep. <laughs> it'll be fucking charlie day who is pepe silva oh uh, we yeah. should get the trifold board yes oh, like... oh my god i'm gonna go get one from dollar tree later fuck yeah let's do it pound it all right all right. Um, okay. So the last time you heard an episode from us, we talked about the woman in white yes. from Rhode Island, which I still have to make a post on our Instagram about. I was thinking about that earlier. It's okay. We've been a little slacky, daisy, lazy on the but social media, but by the time this comes out, there will be some adorable pictures up of us and Jen at the covered bridge from that story. Yeah. So we went to the covered bridge. Um, but today, Jen's going to talk about a different ghostly woman. Yeah. So you know what? I thought it would be fun because Amanda was like, I'm going to do the woman in white. And I was like, there's a lady in black ghost story. Ooh, Ooh spooky. So, okay. So, yeah. So today we're going to be telling about the urban legend of the lady in black that occupies George's Island in Boston, Massachusetts. This is not to be confused with that really bad Daniel Radcliffe horror movie, The Woman in Black, right? I don't. You know, know what that is okay. daniel radcliffe yeah i'll watch a movie with him in and i love him pretty sure he, he can't be it. anything other than harry potter in my mind so yeah. it'll be a little it was weird. harry potter in a movie called the woman in black and mm-hmm. they made two of them and if i remember correctly it was not very good at all can we i we should watch that next week oh i'll we're gonna watch, watch any that. bad horror movie yeah any day with let's you let's like order some food and watch a shitty movie love that um no it's not affiliated with that Okay. Okay. <laughs> just to make that clear. Um, so I'm just going to give you a little history lesson about what George's Island is, and then we'll kind of get into the story that is this lady of black, lady you in know, black. I love some history. So <laughs> lay it on. I me. know. I put it in here just because, like, I get to learn. Well, I learned about this in, like, middle school. We actually took a field trip here, but it's been a while. So yeah. but I know you appreciate the history lesson. I love it. So um, at the entrance of Boston Harbor is George's Island, and George's Island sits about midway between Deer Island and the north end of the town Hull, Massachusetts. Okay. And I was like, why is Deer Deer Island, uh, did I say Deerfield or Deer? I think you said Deer Island. Deer Island. It's okay. Deer Island, right? It's Deer Island. Sorry. I went back in my head. I was like, wait, did I see her say Deerfield? Because there's a Deerfield River in Massachusetts. So yeah. Never mind. I think uh, there's also a Deerfield Mass. I think there might. Yeah, I think there is too. So but it's Deer Island is North a, Shore. it's not really an island. It's more of like a peninsula. So I actually know a little about Deer Island. Yeah, they had like prisoners there during King Philip's War. Yeah, that is actually where they ended up putting all of the remaining Native people once they fully took over the South Coast. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they all basically got a smallpox there. Great. So you kind of get my geography where yeah. George's Island sits. Yeah. Okay. So during the time of colonization, the island was used for agriculture for about 200 years until 1825 when the U.S. government took it over for coastal defense. So George's Island is home to Fort Warren, named for Joseph Warren, who was a patriot that enlisted Paul Revere. Ooh. And sent him on his famous ride to warn the others that the British were coming. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, so, Joseph Warren was a physician, and he was a leader of the Boston area Patriots. 
He later died during the Battle of Bunker Hill. And that was in one of the Carolinas, right? Bunker Hill's in Boston. I thought the Battle of Bunker Hill was in the Carolinas. It was on Bunker Hill. You don't shoot them until you see the whites of their eyes. Bunker oh, my Hill. God. I got Sorry. Girl, we got to go on the... I'm taking you on the fucking freedom trail. <laughs> I'm trying to like be like, oh, yeah, I know my history. This. Yeah, Bunker Hill was the battle wrong. where they told them to not shoot the British until they saw the whites of their eyes because they were running out of ammunition. Well, maybe it's because the prisoners that were held on George's Island were from North Carolina. Maybe that's where I'm mixing it up. Possibly. But, okay. There were several battles in the Carolinas, though, that were super important. So you're not, like, you got something I'm there. not you're off, right? There. Okay. No, you're not. There <laughs> Everybody were so can... many fucking battles up and down the East Coast, and they all had very similar names. Okay. But... Everyone feel free to But Bunker laugh Hill at me. was in Bunker Hill in Boston. It does not look like a place where there would be a battle now because there's a bunch of houses, but it is on the Freedom Trail. Isn't there, like, a college? Yes. Bunker Hill Community College. Yeah, there's some kind of little. Well, it's a nice little area. Anyway, Joseph Warren died in the Battle of Bunker Hill. That was my point. Not it was a bloody ass <laughs> battle. Um, I lost my place. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> so totally just derailed this history. It's lesson. all good. It's all good. Uh, so Fort Warren was built in the 1840s and was completed sometime in 1850. Um, and it is a granite fort, pentagonal in shape. And this fort had many facilities. They had barracks, storehouses. They had a small hospital, a kitchen, jail cells. It served as a prisoner of war camp during the Civil War for Confederate soldiers and disloyal citizens. Uh, one of these prisoners included the vice president of the Confederate States of America. His name was Alexander Hamilton Stevens. Hamilton. <laughs> I knew you were going to make some sort of Hamilton reference. I actually just not the same Hamilton guy. the other day. Not the same guy. This is no. Alexander Hamilton Stevens. Stevens. Well, yes. I, you can't say Alexander <laughs> Hamilton without me immediately wanting to go, Alexander Hamilton. I've never seen Hamilton. So, oh, but a, I know it's a, a big thing. I know it's a I big thing that people love. I the other day, sang my heart out. I bet you did. Fucking love Hamilton. I love musicals in general, guys. I just, you know, I'm a weird kid. Hey, I'm a hairspray girl. Oh, God. Hairspray's amazing. I love hairspray. Anyway, uh, so Confederate soldiers were not used to the cold weather up in Massachusetts, especially on an island in Boston Harbor. Yeah. I bet it's freaking way colder there than it is, you know, on the mainland. Oh, God, yeah. Um, so they found these conditions to be unbearable compared to their homes in the South. Yeah, sounds like Southerners to this day, too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, other than housing prisoners, Fort Warren served as a command center of the harbor defenses during World War One. Okay. And then during World War Two, Fort Warren protected the harbor from just whoever enemies they had at yeah, the time. Yeah, at that time, Germans were yep. fucking all over the Atlantic Ocean with their Undersebels. <laughs> I believe that's how they were called. Oh, my God. oh God! I knew you'd like this episode. It's about like Civil War and World War Two, and yeah, which is the weirdest thing that that's something that I actually know a lot about. Because you do, yeah. I'm not like a military gal. Uh, I'm, like there are people in my family who've been in military, but like my dad's a fucking construction worker. I'm like, I don't know. It was really it was my grandpa. He had a bunch of old ass books in his house, and he used to just read them all to us and. 
We played like fucking Stratego, which is did a you do war civil? Game. Did you do civil war reenactments? We did not. Um, we did do a I World bet you war would, one though. reenactment in my U.S. history class though, where we made trenches and threw uh paper cannon balls at each other. I love that. Yeah, that's a great history class. It was really fun, actually. I feel like I just got lectured as I sat there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're getting so fucking off really track. Are. I'm I sorry. I'm so guys. sorry. It's been a while since we uh. One day I'll just make a history podcast and I'll just put it all on I, there. Honestly, I think we should do a spinoff one day. Think about it. I'm down. Um. So enough about the history of Fort Warren, George's Island. Yeah. We kind of know a little bit about its past, but its to history, this day, it's just where it is for tourists. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I'll not get, like a yep. Uh, it's open to the public. Um, I wrote a little blurb at the end. Okay. Um, about today and how it operates today yeah because there's no like military i think there's only one military no, base in the u in massachusetts the, gov- the u.s government doesn't even own it anymore okay so the ghost story slash legend that surrounds george's island is the lady in black so ed for a hot second i forgot this is gonna come back around to a ghost <laughs> <laughs> i know you it's this ain't Sorry, history with guys. jen Clearly, I don't know my Bunker Hill history, so. Hey, you know what? Anyone could make that mistake. I'm, I'm not making a history who podcast. Just, like, managed to remember that weird fact about Bunker Hill. Um, yeah, so we're talking about a ghost story. This ghost story was um, credited to Edward Rowe Snow, who was a 20th century local historian. It's quite a just, name. I just wanted to throw that in there. He's credited yeah. for the story, so we kind of got to give credit I to. I always like to know where the the story kind of started like where yeah. it first comes from you know or the first sighting you know and it, it didn't really happen that long ago you used to think like the 1800s were so long ago but it's like really not. it's really not it's really fucking not so the lady in black is a young woman who was the wife of a confederate soldier that was in prison there in 1861 oh shit so 160 years ago mm-hmm. not not terribly Some long Scarlet ago O'Hara shit. I read in one source that the woman's first name was Melanie um, but most of them just refer to her as Mrs. Lanier I'm just gonna envision Scarlett O'Hara this entire time from Gone with the Wind okay go for in it her black dress absolutely she doesn't arrive in a black dress you'll see where the black comes from okay so Mrs. Lanier had received a letter from her husband letting her know that he had been imprisoned at Fort Warren after being captured during a battle in North Carolina. Okay. So not, there's no explanation, I guess, for how he got this letter out. He's on an island. I'm not sure the mail service was that great back then on an island. Could have been that another soldier maybe announced it because I know that they would try to keep track of, or at least in wars, they try to keep track of like who's been imprisoned, who's gone missing in action, mm-hmm. and then they send letters out to the families and are like, "So and so went mission missing in action. So and so was kidnapped. So and so died on the battlefield." Well, she so it could be that. So, like you said, letters were kind of weird back. Yeah. Then, so, so this one, there's just no straight no exact, explanation about how she got the it, information. It Whether it was sense. yeah. So she knew where he was right so yeah. after becoming aware of her husband's whereabouts there was no question in her mind that she had to rescue her husband well, damn yeah she made the journey from georgia to hull massachusetts which is like i said before only about a mile from george's island that's not what scarlett o'hara would do well 
Mrs. Lanier or yeah, Melanie, no, if you want to call bitch. her. She's a badass bitch. So, one stormy night in January of 1862. Are you, are you scared yet? A little bit, yeah. Stormy night. Should I shut the lights off? <laughs> Mrs. Lanier rode across the one-mile stretch of ocean to George's Island to prepare for her journey. By yourself, or did you but, help? Um, there's, like, some... Everything's a little different. They're saying that, like, there was an ally on that side. Yeah, like that there was somebody that helped Somebody her. was helping. Um, so there were, there were sympathizers for the South. Like, yeah. Up in the North, so. So she made this journey, and to prepare for this little trip of hers, she had cut her hair short to, you know, appear as a man and was even dressing like a man, like a oh, soldier. Shit. She pulled the Deborah Samson. Yep. She also brought with her a pistol and a small pickaxe. Oh, wow. She had a plan. Fucking ready to go. She was ready to go. Mrs. Lanier found her way to the prison cells on the island and signaled to her husband by whistling a southern tune, Oh, which shit. he signaled back to her. She was able to find him and squeeze through the small slit window of her husband's cell and was kept hidden by other Confederate soldiers who were imprisoned there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So they helped okay. hide her. Yep. So, over the course of several weeks, several imprisoned soldiers dug a tunnel in their hopes to escape. Damn. Yep. Come on. All With right. the pickaxe. These Confederate soldiers, like, you guys are doing so good. You're so, like, you know, with it. Why you gotta be, why you gotta be about slavery? Come what on, do you guys. mean? That's what the Confederates were about. I know, but we're talking about. True. But I just, like, I'm, the fact that they were so, like, together and, like, so you know, willing to help this person. So, like, about their community. I'm like, couldn't you be about well, community not... for... Oh. Well, listen, even if they were success- successful in getting out of the cell... True. Shit wouldn't have lasted long anyway. Yeah, true. It's not like they were successful with the war. <laughs> so, um, the apparently, the day before the tunnel was to be finished, the sound of the pickaxe had alerted a guard who, oh, who sounded the alarm. Oh, God. And everything about the story just screams, like, urban legend. Just, there's no explanation for anything. And, of course, the day before it's done, yeah, the they guard was alerted. Yep. That's some, like, Shawshank Redemption shit. Yeah. So the tunnel was quickly discovered, and a tally of the prisoners was conducted. When all the prisoners were accounted for, Mrs. Lanier sprung from the tunnel, surprising the officers. Ooh. I don't know why I just envisioned that scene from Zoolander where he jumps out in the mines and is like, surprise! (laughs) (laughs) He's all black. His face is all black, yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. That's what I envisioned. So basically picture that. That's what happened. All right. I I was there. I can attest to that. Jen knows. She was there in 1862 or whatever you said, whatever time you said. Uh, so after she sprung from the tunnel, surprising the officers, the officers were pretty quick because they were able to slap that pistol right out of her hand that she was holding. Yeah. I guess she wasn't as prepared as I thought she no, was. No, no, no. She wasn't. This is when the pistol went off. Oh. Yep. It just went off by being slapped out of her hand. I mean, I doubt they had safeties on things. No, then, probably so. not. But the bullet happened to strike. Her husband. <gasps> Only her husband. Killing him. Oh, the horror. <laughs> the horror. The horror. That is uh, like sorry. A, a we're not. If this, if this is a true story, I'm not soldiers. laughing because, I mean, 
We don't, I'm feeling like we don't laugh a lot of at holes death in this story. No, we never <laughs> laugh at actual people dying, but um, there are nice. a lot of holes in the story. But that's why it's an urban legend and it's fun. Yeah. So, as a punishment for her acts and her illegalness and for killing her husband, break out a bunch of prisoners. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mrs. Lanier was sentenced to death by hanging. Damn. Her one request to be given female clothing. So. The only thing that they could find on the island were some old black robes. So this is what she was wearing when she was executed, and she was apparently buried somewhere on George's Island. Okay. So this is where she gets her name, the Lady is it in an Black. Unmarked grave. Well, there's no proof there's of if no... this story is real or not. Okay. Um, that's why we call them urban legends. But do they have marked? I don't know. I don't think so. And also, I feel like would they bury the prisoners on the island? Why wouldn't you just like toss them into the ocean? I know that sounds terrible, but that's like, probably what like they would do back more, then. Yeah, uh, sounds, I don't think there's graves on the island since it's time. open to the public, yeah. and I don't think they'd want. So why would they bury them? Why would they, like, they just kick her overboard? They're not overboard, but you know, down yeah. a cliff onto the beach. That's just what the. That's what the story I'm says. Too many holes in it. I'm you sorry. are. You're asking too many <laughs> questions, and this is not factual. This is a story. <laughs> um, so others have tried to escape from the prison on Fort Warren, but have never succeeded. Oh, it's like Alcatraz. So in 1863, six Confederate soldiers squeezed through their slit holes in the granite walls and made their way to the beach. Oh wow. Two of them attempted to swim to nearby Lovell's Island, but were swept out to sea by the tide. <laughs> Your reaction. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to swim out to sea in the Atlantic. That's why I was like, ah. Well, I'm sorry. I Oh, hi, Patches. Amanda's cat. Yeah, my cats. Sorry, guys. They will definitely uh, She's pissed us. that I put my bag on her table. She is. I'm sorry, Patchy. She's probably also, <laughs> yeah, she's just trying to get her food. Oh, she has got rum. She's good. Um, so, yeah, they were swept away at sea. Sorry, so, I laughed, guys. So, uh, yeah. So, another pair constructed a makeshift raft, apparently, and okay. they successfully made it yep. to Lovell's Island. The smart um, one's good. This is where they somehow obtained a small boat and sailed out to the harbor, or out of the harbor. They were later caught by the Coast Guard. So, they failed. Also, they made a raft to go get a boat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> this is what the story says. They I probably guess, made maybe a make- the raft wasn't like seaworthy, so and they, they didn't knew this go. island close by was like, I guess, that, a better option. Yeah, sense. whatever. I don't know, the, guys. Take a fucking. Oh no, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm okay. loving this whole thing. Don't get me wrong. I just like you know. Uh, it's it's like the uh the one we did last week where it was like how did the villagers know that she wasn't in that fire? They just happened to find her in the woods after yep, they like, just found her. There's weird plot holes in these, you know. So after Mrs. Lanier's death, many soldiers claimed to see her ghost. Ooh, is everybody scared? I'm scared. I'm so scared. I shut the lights off. Not as not as scared as a um, not as scared as I am of the black eyed children. Oh, terrified. Terrified. So they described her as quote a lady in black 
her dark robe swaying in the harbor breeze before her apparition just disappears into thin air. Just walking around. Yep, just walking around. Some say they could hear her voice in the dungeons. Oh, I don't like that. Footprints were discovered in the snow coming from and going nowhere. Fun. Yep. Um, some reported being chased by a lady in black. Oh, shit. Yep. Uh, I don't want to be chased by anything ever. Fuck <laughs> that. No. So, but there is, like I said earlier, there is no mention of this in any papers during that time. And it's all just like firsthand accounts. Yeah, there's no soldiers. There's no evidence that that any of this happened at all. Well, like we said before, sometimes just because it's not written evidence, you know, people tell stories years after years after years. And then all of a sudden those prove to be true. Like the Puebla tunnels in Mexico. Everyone thought that those are just urban legends from their grandparents. And they were real. And they were real. Crazy. I mean, that land, the island definitely has some dark energy. From, oh, definitely. Because I've been there. I've been to uh, George's Island. And anything that's used in a time of it's war creepy. always has a really kind of negative feel to it or like a dark pull to it. So, I mean, this isn't so far from the truth. Someone's wife could have tried to yeah. free her husband and sneak in and get caught by the guards and killed. Like. It's Absolutely. not unlikely. It's really not. But because it's not written down, there's no evidence. Yeah. So, so, and we know how the game of telephone confirm. is. Stories yeah. get passed down. They get changed. People exactly. add things. And that's and that's what makes the urban legends legends. You know, but... the guy um, that is um, credited for this, Edward Rose Snow. Rose Snow. Mr. Rose Snow. He was a local historian. Oh, A 20th okay. century. So, not... That's like I said, something. this wasn't. It's not like he was like a local sci-fi writer. Yeah. Like so. I mean, there could be some truth to this, but I feel like because maybe this happened, they like to entertain the idea of the ghosts on the island. But, oh, absolutely. I mean, if she died like there and this really history. happened, then yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. She's still fucking haunting the island. She's probably stuck Definitely. there. Um. But sometime after 1950, Fort Warren was declared permanently inactive. It was officially decommissioned. So the land that was once owned by the, the sorry, boop, boop, boop. the land that was once owned by the U.S. government until 1958 was then turned over to the state of Massachusetts as recreational grounds. So George's Island is open to the public and you can explore it anytime May through October. All you got to do is hop on the ferry from Boston, take the short ride over and you can explore it on your own free will. Or you can take a guided tour, and they'll tell you the story about the lady in black. Um, They have an educational visitor center, um, and they do have rangers that do patrol the the island. Okay. Um, They also have a museum that's located in the old mine storehouse. Oh, fun. Which I thought was an interesting thing to throw in there, because I know you like museums. But, um, yeah, so we learned about this in our seventh grade history class. That's fun. And... um, we took a field trip there, and we had free range. We just got to explore the tunnels and the dungeons and the whole fort, and you can just walk. It's fucking creepy. It, it's really I've creepy. I've never been there, but we're definitely going to go. Yeah. It's, it, like I said, I went in seventh grade. I was fucking, what, 13? Like, yeah. it's been a while. So I think it would be fun. All you got to do, at the ferry ride, you know, would be fun. And yeah. just, it would be, you can, like, have a little picnic on the grass and just, like, Watch the water. I love it. Let's so, do it. 
yeah, so that's pretty much it on mm-hmm. The Lady in Black. I don't know. I'm surprised you never heard of her before. No, I honestly haven't. And it's so weird because usually I know every fucking spooky story in Massachusetts. Well, now you do. You know how many things that we didn't know about before and now we know because we've covered them in cases? The more you know. Yeah. History with Amanda and sometimes Jen, but Jen gets it wrong. You don't get it wrong. But you thought Bunker Hill was in North Carolina. You get it mixed up a little bit. <laughs> you know what? You know what? There's a lot of places and a lot of things that happen. There are. And especially when it comes to, like, the names of battles and, like, dates that they happened and where they happened. That shit is so confusing. It's so fucking confusing. So, like, I could never, I could never blame anyone for that. Like, if somebody turned to me and was like, when was the Battle of Gettysburg? Right now, tell me. Like, I would be like 1729. Uh, no, it's definitely like, 1800s. Oh. Somewhere between 1830s and 1840s because I know that that's like around the time the Civil War happened. But. I feel like if you kind of understand what battle happened and what war in the general time yeah, frame. I, like the I feel like that's all you need to know. You don't need to be dates. like, the Civil War happened in whatever fucking yeah, year From the state to the state and blah, 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 December blah, blah. 13th. <laughs> I mean, some people are all about that. And if you fucking have enough space in your brain for all that knowledge awesome but mine is mostly filled with spongebob references <laughs> so, yeah yeah sorry guys but literally like if you are a millennial and your brain isn't filled with spongebob references and if you don't have yeah. a spongebob comeback what for everything in life? life except for Susie, who doesn't yeah. know who spongebob is or avril lavigne as we learned Susie grew weekend. up in a very like strict like mexican household so i can't blame her. So no Avril Lavigne. She thought, so, <laughs> so, okay, this is hilarious, actually. So we were at my fucking bachelorette party, and Avril Lavigne, I think it's, like, complicated or, like, skater boy. Yeah. One of those songs is playing. And Susie looks at me, and she's like, this is your girl, right? And I was like, what? She's like, this is your girl, Taylor, right? I'm dead. And I was like, Are I'm you- I can't. No. I was like, this is not Taylor Swift. I was like, this is Avril Lavigne. She's like, who's that? Did you see when, I think it was Michelle Branch was playing, and your fucking sister Alana went, Susie, this is Avril Lavigne. And Susie went, oh, really? And I was like, (laughs) don't do that to her. Yeah. (laughs) Were you also there when Erin brought out, like, that cup of iced tea and told everyone it was the whiskey? Oh, my God. I looked right up, and I was like, oh. So, my our, friend Erin is, like, about is to very fucking... Very pregnant. Very pregnant, about to pop out a baby. And at my bachelor party last weekend, my friend Gina brought that screwball peanut butter whiskey that's just so fucking delicious. Yeah. And Erin poured herself a glass of, like, iced tea, like, a half a fucking huge glass of iced tea, yeah. brought it out to the living room. Same and- color as the peanut butter whiskey, mind you, and just says to us and a couple girls, man, this peanut butter whiskey's amazing. And, like... <laughs> We all look over at this fucking eight-month pregnant girl. Like, She's like more than, It was pregnant. like 38 weeks, and we were like, ma'am? <laughs> I, I, I think the only th- – I don't even think a word came out of my mouth. I was just like, oh. <laughs> all right. But, like, why would you – why would any person preg- – like, even if you're not pregnant, for a fucking half glass of straight whiskey? Straight whiskey, not even a fucking ice cube in there. Like, just neat. And I was like – God damn, that baby she is got, done she, for. She got you guys good. She really did. She looks and she's like, guys, it's iced tea. And we were all like, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> it was the first day, too. So mind you, like, we're all like, try it. We, like, we all looked at her and like, I know Gina was like, I can't pop off on this girl right now. It's the first day of the Bachelorette weekend. 
No, that no, was Eric that was funny. Bamboozled us. I wish I was there for that. I don't know where the fuck I was. I think you were upstairs because you were still technically working. Yeah, everyone shut up to my bachelor party. They're fucking drinking. I'm upstairs working. Yep. She's like, I gotta go check my email. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god! Yesterday, so I'm on vacation for ten fucking days. You guys, ten days. As I have the whole week off, and then the Monday after is Memorial Day, so extra day off. Ooh. Do you have that too? I do. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the yeah. whole fucking week off, too, bitch. I got the whole bitch. fucking week off, too. Yeah, so um, last night, my email, like, it was quiet all day. Then my boss reach out, reaches out to me at, like, 2 p.m. for something. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Please <laughs> go away. <laughs> no, it was something that, like, I couldn't do that day of. Like, it was, like, would have gone into next week. So I was like, um, excuse me. Raise my hand. I'm like, you know, I'm off next week, right? <laughs> I'm not going to be here. Don't give me work. <laughs> I know. It's like when you think you're like, oh, yeah, I can walk away from my computer at, like to check up on it. And no, you can't do that. Nope. No. See, I got to be at my desk the whole time. I know. But once you, once your mind's in vacation mode, you're oh, like. Oh, yeah. It was still hard for me to like. I like set myself a goal. I had to hit like 60 sales yesterday. And I was like struggling because i just was so ready for vacation i know once five o'clock came i was like i pushed yep. my chair in Same. i was like bye i'm not Fucking answering any more emails i think i answered no i think i answered an email like 507 that's a lie <laughs> i sent an email and then i set my automatic reply for like i will be out of office from this day to this day and i was just like vacations all i, I ever, ever wanted vacation i'm so sorry were we supposed to continue yeah i <laughs> sorry guys it's the most singing you'll ever hear from me that and what i say i have to earlier i have to save my singing voice yeah, you do for, for taylor swift tonight yeah because i'm gonna sob and sing and throw myself from my nosebleed seats when she plays fearless she plays i'm just gonna throw myself put my arms out and just jump so next week, it'll be just me on Fathomless, guys. <laughs> Wedding's off. Yep. I will be I peeled need, off I the floor couple, of Gillette. A couple days off to, to breathe. I mean, but what I'll a way to fucking go, though. You know what? It's exactly how you'd want to go. How'd so she I die? Feel bad. Taylor Swift started playing Fearless. Okay, Fearless is like my number one and favorite Taylor Swift song. If that did happen, I might be able to get Taylor Swift to come play songs at your funeral. Oh, my God. You totally you could. That would be so, so worth just, it. Yep. There but you if they're like, she just jumped from her seats yeah. during the song, during the fucking course. She was just taken over. <laughs> she decided to dive headfirst, fearless, into the section below her. Okay. I want to, like, preface this by saying, like, by no means are we no. trying to be any sort of um insincere to this is all in good fun we are not uh, yeah yeah you know we know people really do struggle with their lives so um we are simply just making jokes we're making jokes but um this girl molly that i'm going to the concert with you know her i really don't she was like i'm gonna kill myself when they play this song i'm just like (laughs) Molly would say I literally like died that. laughing. I fucking laughed my ass off for like probably 20 minutes. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's Mind just, you guys, I'm not a Swifty. Oh, no, not at all. But like, I'm just so excited to be like in a stadium with like a million other fucking people that You're gonna have a blast. Yeah. I can just sing my heart out to the stranger next to me and it'll be perfectly fine. I think I, she's got a great like 
community you know it's not that i don't think she's a good artist i just i, I don't know i'm not a country she's not really country anymore so her first anymore, they even but... say like her first pop album was like 1989 which i i disagree with i think like sparks fly was pretty pop. i feel like speak now and she was always now. like she was always like country pop speak now and like red it's okay because that is a song on the album okay. you got that right yeah that's <laughs> you know um, you're doing good um, no red was Hill, definitely no shit about taylor swift red was kind of poppy too but i don't think 1989 was the first poppy album but like i saw a funny tiktok the other day and it was like what people think i mean when i say i listen to taylor swift and it was like shake it off was playing in the background or like love I don't know, just like one of the yeah, poppy ones story. that everyone knows. That's and it was like what mine. I really mean. And it was like a sad girl song from like folklore that like makes you just want to like lay on your kitchen floor and never get back up again type music. So that's that's what we fucking mean when we say we listen to Taylor Swift. I like Knocked Loose. I know you do. And Are we going to do a wall of death at my wedding to a Knocked Loose song? Like a please, mini, please mini circle pit. Oh, All right, everybody. Circle pit. I, I feel like the groomsmen would be down. They're a bunch of big guys, so oh, they'd be down. One of them's a pastor of a church, so I'm not sure how down for a circle pit he is. Okay, maybe we'll do bless the fall instead of knock loose. Do some Christian metal. <laughs> how know? about some like Chiodos or something? I feel like that's a fan favorite. Everyone true, loves Chiodos. True. Some under oath. Oh. Ah. What was the other one? Um. I liked As I Lay Dying. What was they were that one? Heavy. See, I don't even remember bands that I listened to back then. Um, still listen. That's like all I listen to, guys. I'm I'm that person. I'll think of it it's later. But there's just like one 2000s. song or band that I know I used. Oh, Bullet for My Valentine. <gasps> Bullet for My Valentine. Oh, do you remember them? I do. I used to love them. Now I can't I name a single it song. So what happened to us? I don't know. I still listen to like my early 2000s emo, but. Love it. Love me some movements. We're fucking just that is my lay on the kitchen floor and cry music is movements. Oh, not folklore album by Taylor Swift. No, oh. no, no. <laughs> Listen to Full Circle by Movements and just cry about your mental health. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> I'll put it it's on my to do list for the somebody. Week. Somebody is listening right now and it's like fuck yes. <laughs> Probably like Sarah. Probably. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. All right, that um, is it, guys. thank you guys so much. We hope, we hope you, you like the it. story. Stay spooky. Stay scary. Stay, Stay safe. safe. See ya. Bye. Bye.